Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today, we're going to be talking about the healing journey. The healing journey can be very different for any of us that have been in any type of abusive relationship, whether it was emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse. Healing looks very different to all of us. But the one thing that I can say is the same for any of us is the fact that we need support. When you're struggling trying to leave a relationship, you need to talk to somebody. You need somebody to listen, even if they don't have anything else to say, but you need some kind of support. And if there's just somebody lending you an ear, sometimes that is just enough. Sometimes you just need somebody to believe you. You don't need advice. You don't need anything else. You just need somebody to believe what you're saying, to see what you've been struggling with, even if they haven't seen it themselves. Sometimes you just need friends, even if it's not to talk about what you're going through, because we all suffer from shame or guilt or even both when we leave and when we're in the relationship, when we figure out everything that has been going on and everything that we feel we have fallen for and how blind we've been to all of this. We need friends because we feel so alone in our homes, in our relationships, because we are living or spending time with a person that is nothing like who we thought they were. And they cared for us nothing like we thought they did. So we all need people around us in many different ways. Some we need advice. Some we just need to be believed. Some just need to talk. And some just need people to take you out of your head and out of the place that you are in. But the main ingredient, the main thing is that we need people. We need support and we need community. Healing alone is not easy. I don't even know if it's doable. Healing completely alone with no help, support, or community of any kind. Inside of my abusive relationship with the narcissist, I was not able to make any friends. I went from work to home from work to home. I had co-workers, but I also worked on the field, so I worked all day alone as well. I didn't make any kind of relationships, and I could not make any friends because of the type of work that I was doing and how new I was to the area. But I still had my friends from Puerto Rico. I still had my best friend from high school. I still had co-workers, and I always had somebody to tell my story to or tell them how my life was going whether it was talking about the relationship or how I was feeling at the moment. Right in the middle of me feeling like I was done with the relationship, I also had a dream about another friend that we hadn't gotten together or spoken in maybe 20 years. 
But the fact of the matter is that I had a dream about her and I reached out. And from that day till today, we are very close friends. She was there to listen to everything that I went through. And she was there to believe in me and support me in whichever way that I needed it. During the abusive relationship, I had been isolated and I had lost basically all my friends but my high school best friend. Everybody else, little by little, started dropping off when they realized how much I was changing or how toxic he was because I couldn't see it. People can only take so long of seeing you go from bad to worst. And at some point, they drop off because they can't handle that you don't see it. They can't deal with seeing you suffering. He didn't have much to do in that, but they just dropped. I had friends, but there were very few. And I do not imagine having gone through my healing journey without any of them. When you're going through any kind of change, you need people to support you because you need to know if you're making the right decisions. Sometimes you need people to tell you that you're doing things right. You need people to acknowledge the fact that you are there because you have been abused for so long that you have gotten to feel well. After I ended the relationship, it got really bad when we had conversations between each other, mostly regarding my son. And I remember I even had a friend. I had to send her what he was texting me and then send her what I was going to reply because I did not want to sound how I shouldn't. I didn't want to sound mean, aggressive. I didn't want any of my messages to be able to be taken to court and be taken out of context. I even had a friend who would help me reply to him. When you leave or are discarded in an abusive relationship, you need people to keep you in line. You need people to keep you moving forward. You have no idea how many times I thought about how hard everything was as a single mom. And I was a single mom while I was living with him. The difference was that he was a safety net financially, emotionally when he wanted to be. And there were certain things I had that I wasn't going to have anymore when I was all alone. At some point, I felt so lonely, so bad about being a single mom, about being financially stuck. And all the bad things that come from making these huge life changes that you need to make to get better. I knew that I was stuck with him. But then seeing how bad things got, especially financially and at some point emotionally, I did regret or kept asking myself if I had made the right choice. I am here all alone. I have two kids. One of them is his what am I doing all by myself, taking all this on all by myself, not having the finances, not having any help with the kids. Therefore, I was only able to work while they were at school because I didn't want them to be alone after school. And yes, I am a very overprotective mother. But due to what I have seen here in Florida, at least I am a present one, which it seems to be lacking these days. And that was something that for me was a number one. The fact that I was limited in the times that I had to work also limited the income, also limited everything else. I did get in a lot of debt, but I did have good credit, so I was able to get credit cards to help me through it. Last April, I was able to pay them off. Then That doesn't mean that they're paid off now, but that's a different story. I, I did pay off all the debt that I got into, but it wasn't easy. It is not. A very easy process. 
the fact that you are alone opens the door to many different things going through your mind. Our minds sometimes are not the best place to be, especially if you're an overthinker. I'm going to talk to you about five different ways why healing alone, it's so hard and it really should not even happen. Number one is the lack of support. Healing alone can be very difficult. It may be challenging. Finding emotional support is necessary. Like I mentioned, I needed help even finding ways to reply to him so I would not get into trouble when everything went the legal route. Having people to just listen to you is a big deal. Number two is self-doubt. And doubting yourself can make you move backwards in the process and wonder if you're making any progress at all. We are our own worst critics, so while you think that everything is going downhill or nothing has gotten better, when you have people around you, they can actually tell you, are you kidding me? Do you see how far you've come? You probably be like, no. And then having somebody to tell you how far you've come because you're so stuck in your own ways that you can't even tell how far along you are from where you started. Another way that healing alone can affect you and make it that much harder is the feedback. Without other people who understand you, it can be very difficult to know whether you're going down the right path of healing. Where do you need more attention? What do you need to focus on? And what do you need to stop doing? When it is all about us, like I said, we're not only our own worst critics, but sometimes we take the easy way out. Or sometimes we're way too hard on ourselves. And because we're so close to everything that is happening, you don't see the areas that you need to get better and the areas that you need attention. At some point, I was so down on my knees that I was wondering. I knew that the right decision was to leave him. I knew leaving him was the right decision. I never doubted that. But at some point, I questioned myself so badly to the point that I was like, but I was not alone. I didn't sleep alone. I had some kind of financial net, some kind of security, and I was missing all these things. The problem is that if I would not have had people around me, I would have most likely turned around because those things, even though they were not comfortable, it felt like the uncomfortable, comfortable zone. And that would have just taken me back to the cycle of abuse. God knows if I would still be in there for the fear of living without all these things. Number four, overwhelming emotions. As women specifically, healing can bring up strong emotions and they may be very difficult to process on our own. The feelings may get so strong to lead you back to unhealthy habits and lead you back, like I mentioned before, going back to the unhealthy relationship. These kind of emotions need to be handled. You need to talk about it. You need to go to a therapist, talk to a coach. You need to have friends, co-workers, somebody that you can talk to and get everything off your chest. If you don't get things off your chest, that gets you sick. That can work with you in many negative ways. It can give you anxiety. It can give you depression and many other ailments because you're keeping the stress inside of your body instead of letting it out. I remember calling my friends crying a couple of times and not even knowing why I was crying. Thank God that even in the long distance, I had a lot of friends that I could talk to. 
sometimes healing is repetitive and you have to keep saying the same thing over and over and over, sometimes just so you can believe it. Lack of accountability would be number five. Without a support system, it's easy to fall back in unhealthy patterns. Worry about if you're making the right choices, going back to whatever is comfortable. You're not understanding what you're going through because you have nobody to bounce off of your ideas and your feelings. These are five ways that healing alone could be hindering your healing process. As an abuse recovery coach, I do one-on-one coaching sessions, but I have recently discovered that number one, I only have 24 hours in the day, just like every one of you. And I can only talk to so many people in at 45 or 50 minute sessions. Not only that, but it's also sometimes difficult to try to schedule with people that are in different time zones or have children or can't talk to you till after working hours. Scheduling can sometimes become a little bit hard. The third part that I see with trying to help more people is the fact that not everybody can afford coaching. Being in an abusive relationship sometimes takes a toll financially, and most of the time there is financial abuse tied to it. They need to find ways for you to stay. Either they use your kids or they use the money or they just make you believe that you don't need to work. There's many different reasons or ways that you could be stuck in the relationship and trying to help somebody through coaching is not always the best financial decision for them. Coaching, it is a great option. But because God has called me to be an abuse recovery coach, I just don't think that is the best option for me or for all of you that I'm trying to help. I've had this idea for for the longest time. And because of my fear of how I was going to move it forward, I have been holding on to just the idea. The reality is that I want to help more women. I want to build a community where you don't have to heal alone and you will have people that believe your story and you don't have to struggle for them to understand what you're going through. For the past couple of months and maybe even a little bit longer than that, I have had this idea and it got me thinking. I want to help as many women as possible. But number one, I can't do it alone. Number two, coaching is not the only way. And I don't see coaching as an option to all the women that I'm trying to help, specifically all the women that I'm talking to in the DMs of my social media. Many of you are stuck financially. Many of you need help and I have to find ways to help you because God has called me to help as many women as possible. And every time I doubt myself, God has a message for me. And this is what I am meant to do right now. I got this idea and it got me thinking into ways to be able to help you so you don't heal alone because of how hard it is. But I do have a lot of people that I'm talking to right now that are trying to do this alone. And it is very heartbreaking for me. This idea that I have got me thinking into creating a membership program, a very affordable membership program that women from any kind of financial level could be able to join. I haven't established, I haven't created anything. This is just an idea and I am putting it out there because I want you to help me build it. I have this idea of creating a community of women that are looking to heal from toxic, abusive, narcissistic relationships. But one of the things that I want you to have is 
support, and community. I want you to get to know more people like you that are struggling like you that understand what you are going through because they have been there or are going through it. I want to create a community where I can help you, mentor you, coach you. The first group will be working more hands-on with me as we create it. I want to be able to create tools, resources, maybe a book club for those who are interested and for those who like to read, create mindset workshops, masterclasses, maybe group coaching. This is something that has no shape or form yet. And I am looking for founding members to help me build, create this membership. It's called Rising Strong Society, and I am offering an introductory founding members price for those of you who want to start and help me build this women's only membership program. The doors will close, and once they are closed, those of you that are the founding members will work with me to build this membership. When the doors open again, this price will go up. But those of you that start with me as a founding member will be locked in at this price. No matter how many times the price goes up or anything changes, you will be locked in. And that would be one of the many benefits of starting this membership with me. I know that there's a lot of you out there that need help and need support, but are also stuck financially. And I believe that we can build a very strong community where there's a lot of support, but I also offer my expertise, my knowledge, and we can work together to build what we all need to learn and understand what we have been through, to heal, move on from it, and rebuild to be the best version of ourselves. So if you are with me, just go to RaquelKalina.com forward slash rising strong, one word. If you're driving or anything, you don't have to write anything down. I will put the link in the show notes so you just click on it and go directly there. I have created a page where it talks a little bit about the idea that I have. Nothing is set in stone because I need your input and your help. And as we're creating it, I will also will need your feedback to make it the best. So if you're in as a founding member, just go to the link in the show notes and let's get started. There's so many women out there like you that need help, that need support, understanding, and community. We can't keep waiting. And I'll be honest with you, this is taking me out of my comfort zone, but I need to do it because so many of you out there need this. So many out there have reached out to me regarding coaching, but coaching is not an option for you because of the time, because of the resources. And with a community, you can work on your own time. You can work on your own schedule and you can also be there for other women and make relationships with other women that are struggling just like you are. I felt all alone here in Florida and all I had was my phone and I had one that listened, one that gave me advice and ones that kept asking me, what was it again? So I could repeat myself to them. I also had one to review the replies I was texting him back. We need people to help us because we're so close into it that sometimes we can't see a way out or we don't understand how we're going to get past this. Sometimes it feels even more comfortable to think of going back than moving forward. We need friends. We need support to be pushing us forward every single time because we can't go backwards. We've already been there and we already know what's there. The future is scary. 
moving forward is scary. Changing is scary, but it's even scarier to look back in a couple of years and see yourself stuck in that relationship, unhealed, broken into a million pieces and have no one around to help you put yourself back together. And if you're with me in this journey, please go to RaquelColina.com forward slash rising strong. And if you need to reach out to me, send me an email, which I'll put the link below. Send me a private message on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook Messenger. My inbox is always open. Let's work together to become the best version of ourselves and know that we're not alone because we have strength in numbers. Remember, facing small fears can lead to big changes. I am facing mine. Are you willing to face yours and do it together? Let me know by taking action today, whether it's sending me a message because you want more information, whether it's going to my page or sending me a message to let me know that you're in this and hope to talk to you. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also sign up for the email list at RaquelColina.com forward slash email. Don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.